Back ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl. Side of the net, deflected, score! Jerome! Flyers win! This is the Liberty Yell. I'm your co-host, Chris Stompo, alongside Danny Deemer. Let's and go. And the Flyers are 2-0-1. How are you feeling? No regulation losses. All yeah. that travel. Dude, I said this on Twitter last night after we lost. If you would have told me after all that travel, the Flyers would start with the first three games, no regulation losses, five out of a possible six points, I'd feel pretty good about that. For yeah. sure. No, 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 for sure. And I don't want to be that guy that sits there on Twitter or on the podcast, obviously, and say and come up with the excuse that, oh, they, they traveled. But they did. Like, they were in three different countries in yeah. three different games. That was a really funny thing because Jim Jackson was like, they're trying to get their third win in their third different country. And I was like, wow. I sat there. I was like, that's true. I was like, That's they are, taxing. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. three different time zones. But, again, I don't want to sit here and make excuses for them. But they still look good. You know Dude, I mean? yeah, they look great. And some could argue that they, they should have won that game. Well, they aren't. No, they should have won that game. The way they played at the last – after that game-tying goal onward – they should have won that game. True. I, I was Hayes. Sanheim hit the post. Hayes almost scored. Yeah. Drew should have shot. Like, there was a lot of things that happened. Hayes has had, like, five breakaways already and just hasn't put one in. I it know. sucks. I, I know. know I know it'll, it'll, it'll get there, but. He'll be all right. He, I mean, he's got to elevate it, though. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, so does Voracek. I feel like <laughs> he shoots low. <laughs> we'll off. talk about we'll, that Yeah, later. we'll get it. We'll dive into his uh, demotions in a little. But Yeah, but last night we were saying, and I wanted to get this on the pod, but you made a really good point last night saying that you we really need to win one or two of these back-to-backs and then come home yeah, from this road trip. Points. We need obviously we want to win both games. That's yeah. just the point of winning a hockey game, but ideally, like if we have to lose one, okay, but we need at least one. You know what I mean? We need one in Calgary, but if we lose in Calgary then we Edmonton's not going to be an easy game. That's that's that game scares me. I'm not going to lie to you cuz it's, like, it's a Wednesday night rivalry game. It's in Edmonton. They're 5 and 0 oh, like this that game scares me. They, they, I want them to handle their business against Calgary, so that that game against Edmonton isn't pressure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I want Hart to start that night. It's a back to back, and I know. I, the, yeah, ideally, you want Elliot to start Tuesday against Calgary. Hopefully, he can just hope. be good enough to get you a W, and then Hart against the Oilers. But let's um let's talk a little bit about the game. Last Who, uh, Yeah, last. Uh, we could talk about Saturdays first if you want to, because we uh. Well, Saturday was last night. Right. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, let's just get into last night because we had a lot of... Uh, our our just, Twitter was buzzing last night, so let's just dive yeah, into what real was Real quick, Wednesday was like a really good game by everybody. Everybody played well. We shut out the Devils. Fun Hart, game. Carter Hart's first shutout as a flyer. Fun game. The entire team. We, we just blatantly outplayed the Devils. The Devils just didn't look good. It was a great game. Saturday was more of a... Uh, yesterday was more of a test. They, uh, You knew they were going to come out firing. They did. They're in. They're at home. Young team, fast, skilled. They were fun to watch. Oh, for sure. The they have a lot a of team. great young talent. It's, it's why at times, like their GM Jim Benning, I don't know really what he's doing. Like I feel like he thinks they can win now. Yeah, that Tyler Myers sign. Yeah, is really like, bad. And JT Miller, and I think Furland as well. Michael yeah. Furland, like it's. They have a couple of those kind of guys. I don't know why they're doing that when I think. They're not that far out from being a powerhouse, especially with that young core. But I don't think they're like, dude. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. No, they are. Yeah. And, and the, there was a couple of times where they were cycling on us hard. 
Oh, yeah, dude. Getting kind of scared. A couple of goals let in by Hart that he usually doesn't let in. That one that got that on, like, on the side was pretty frustrating. I was sitting there. I was like, that's a really bad goal to give up. But, again, he made the saves that were necessary. Like, he still kept us in that game. He did just that. Yeah. That's all you can ask for from a goalie, right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. After the second goal, that tip in, when was that goal scored? Early second period? It was right after our or after Torinsky's first NHL goal. We'll get into that in a sec. Um, yeah, he's looked awesome. Carter Hart, after that second goal, which I don't know if he really had too much of a chance on that tip in. That was just an incredible tip. Um, a lost face-off. Yeah, you were screaming about that. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into the fourth line, too, later. Yeah, we have sure. some thoughts about yeah, we, the fourth line as of late. But 2-0-1, that's solid. That game, it sucks because it's one of those games where you, you feel like the Flyers should have won it. But it's also one of those things where if you would have went in the game telling me that like they got a point, I mean, a point's a point. Hockey is the only sport where you can lose, and it's like a half loss. And that's what exactly what this <laughs> it, is. It is really weird to get. I mean, I'm glad they got one point out of it. That's That was ideal. We really needed at least a point. We were saying, the, we watched the game together last night, and we were, we were saying the whole time, like, just get it to OT, get the point. Because a road game on the West Coast, exactly. a point's all you want. It's a point. I mean, obviously, you want to win a game yeah. again. Let's reiterate that. We want to win the game, obviously. But if we don't win the game, the next best thing is getting a point out of the game. And they did. Yeah, like, I'm the first person to overreact to losses. Yeah. And I'm the first person to, to say so. when the team is shit. They played <laughs> great, so I'm not too mad about it. They uh, could have played better, but, like, it wasn't – honestly, it's exciting because it's not like the old Flyers anymore. The old Flyers would have – I mean, the last time we were in Vancouver, that's the old Flyers that we have to go off of. Like, if it was the same team, I feel like that game would have went differently. Like, I don't feel like we would have took it to overtime. If it was last year, they wouldn't have had the goaltending to keep them in it. They would have lost in regulation, for sure. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Because they would have had Norbert and fucking Elliott. Yeah, and like the coaching, the penalty kill was atrocious. Another point, moving on from the game. Not moving on from the game, but... Mm-hmm. Moving on from like the general aspect of the game, I'm gonna dive deeper into like actual players and stuff like that. I think uh, one really interesting thing is about this season so far. I mean, I know we're three games in, but we're two zero and one, right? We have five points out of six points possible, and Drew and Voracek have one point to combined. They have one point. Drew has in three games played. Drew has an assist, and Voracek has nothing. I got Which one. I, I got one for you. Ready? Like you just said, through three games, no regulation losses. Not only is that, would you say, one point combined? They have one point combined. Yeah. Here are the people on the team who are pointless. There's four players that are pointless: Voracek, Bunneman, Van Riemsdyk, and Gostisbehere. Bunneman, okay, he's the rookie. Voracek, Van Riemsdyk, and Gostisbehere. Those are like three yeah. key dude. I mean, I'm, it's three. Voracek games, and Van Riemsdyk alone are like top three in terms of cap hit on this team, and like we're not overreacting because they have zero points. We're stressing how good our depth is because they have zero points. The, the point that I wanted to make with that statement was the fact that we're two zero and one, and we're playing good hockey without our star guys having to carry it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like three, four years ago, the problem with Drew in the playoffs was nobody. They would eliminate Drew's line, and there'd be nobody behind him. So obviously, you wouldn't win the game because you have nobody. You have no yeah, depth, like Jason Atkinson, Matt Reed, and yeah. Sean Couturier. Now that we have depth, we're playing full games, the full sixty minutes, and when Drew and Voracek and James Van Reems like and, and and Ghost start picking it up, this team's gonna be insane. It's not insane. 
Not but insane, but like the most fun team we've had in years. Yeah, I'm for sure. We're two zero and one, and arguably our two best players have one point: Drew and Voracek. And Drew should have more points because Drew's played well. Drew has been played very well. He's made plays every game that we've been like, okay, that's called Drew. Yeah, He's Drew. Awesome. Drew's fine. Voracek's the one that's like Voracek pisses me off. Dude. Yeah, He's, I've been saying that since we started this. Av podcast. agreed. He demoted him to the fourth line. He played his lowest amount of ice time since fifteen sixteen. That's his season. lowest ice time since fifteen sixteen. That's, that's crazy. It's telling. It's either. It's either. They're upset with his play. Or he's hurt. Yeah, or he's hurt. Or he's hurt. Yeah. Which he did. He did take that shot uh, in the home opener, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. The shoulder shot. That yeah. I thought that he was going to be down for. thought that I was get... Farabee's call. Yeah, I was right up and Farabee's out. We'll talk about we'll, him later. Okay, we'll get into all of that. See, it's fun It's fun when we actually have, like, hockey stuff going on. But uh, I want to talk about some of the goals that we scored in that game. Like, I want to get in the right, – before you get into that, I just want to say something about Rams, like There you go. I love Van Reams, like, don't get me wrong, he's awesome. But if he's not scoring goals, dude, he's not doing much. We knew that, though. Yeah, like, you, we knew yeah, that. You're paying for power play goals. You're playing pretty for much. But that's what I don't understand. Van Reams, like, you're paying for, you're paying him $7 million, right? A year mm-hmm. to score power play goals. Why is he not on your first power play? He is. He is? Yeah, he is. I could have sworn he wasn't. Front. Remember, he had that play where he, uh, I mean, he, he had it in tight, and he brought it out in he front did do and that. shoveled it wide. I thought he was on the second. He He's on the first for sure. Couturier's yeah, on, the, on the second. Yeah, Couturier's okay. on the second now. Th- that's good, though, because if if James Van Reams, like isn't is on your third line playing those kind of minutes with whoever he's playing with, then he needs to be on that first power play unit, right? He needs to stay there. For sure, and this was – now, I we talked about this before we had this podcast. I remember when we first signed JVR, I was worried about his you contract. Were. And that's because he's not a five-on-five scorer, and we had Wayne Simmons on power play one at the time. So I, I knew it was either Deal Simmons or why'd you pay him? Like you exactly. know what I mean? It's yeah. the same, not the same player, but both not the greatest kind of five-on-five yeah. players, and they score. Uh, they kind of are both yeah. getting their both power fours. That except like Simmons wasn't soft. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, what I mean. It, it really does seem like sometimes that JVR just doesn't skate. He pisses me off sometimes. I'll be screaming at the TV, but. That's why I'm so glad Terensky's on that line because his like double work ethic kind of counteracts yeah, JVR's bit. laziness. Don't get me wrong, I love JVR. He's awesome. Not gonna be talking shit when he's pot thirty in our faces, but right now, I don't know. Yeah, if, if, JV, if JVR is on your third line, I'm not dissing good. him. I'm just pointing out that like sometimes he pisses me off with his oh, lazy yeah, yeah. play and his. He's one of those players that's like when he has the puck. You're not really expecting it's like much. slow motion. Yeah. I, like he, I was like, a lot of times last night, I would see JVR get the puck. I'm like, JVR, skate. Move your fucking feet and skate, dude. I just feel like he doesn't skate sometimes, and it pisses me off. We can move on from JVR. I just want to get that out there. Oh, yeah. Let's just get into um, some of the goals that were scored. So, Torensky's first goal to tie it. I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, when was the last time a bottom sixer did that? Score from the top of the circle Law- like that. Lawton in the playoffs. 2018, probably. A bottom sixer. Like, that was a really good shot, and then he fell. And then I was like, oh, is he good? And then he got up. I was like, yep, he's good. Watching the replay, that was a really good shot. Like, the it way was. he placed it and snapped it. it Dude, was. the kid's a player. And we stressed this last night, that just because you are a bottom sixer and because, like, dude, this fan base labels bottom sixers as shitty hockey players. And in some cases, that's true, especially in this city in the last four years. Yeah. But... Dude, this guy, like, bottom sixers can be 
very effective, very good bottom, bottom sixers. Bottom sixers are how you win Stanley Cups. Especially in the salary. Yeah, the salary. We've, we've talked about that endlessly. Yeah. Especially in the salary cap era, for sure. Um, second goal that was scored. Also another game-tying goal. Five minutes. By the way, how about Giroux passing up? I know everyone on Twitter was heated about that. You're mad about that. I'm, yeah, I'm so mad about that. Like, dude, you're the captain of the team. There's no person I would rather have taking a shot with the game on the line. That close. Like, like it's Claude Giroux. Like, he, you, dude, know, he's probably just, roofing that if he shoots that. I, know, I mean, it's... It's easier said than done, I feel like. Yeah, I know. In the moment... You cannot yeah. like hockey's a game of split second decisions, so you can't yeah. like yeah, I'm not, that's Claude Giroux. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not gonna. I mean, he definitely should have shot that, but he'll make, yeah, he'll I'm, make I'm sure he it. would tell you. Yeah, yeah, he, he should have shot that. So, um, yeah, those are, goal, the only, those are the only uh goal. And then the second, the, yeah. the Niskanen move. and I do right off the start when that goal was scored. I remember I was screaming to you about I've never seen like a veteran quote unquote veteran defenseman break a like entry like that like dude. that's a real veteran defenseman a yeah, veteran defenseman, we stressed that last night we did <laughs> i i made sure you knew that a veteran defenseman is a person a player that can is sound defensively in in their zone like niskanen is all the two on ones that he keeps breaking up he show it's like showing mcdonald how to actually do it <laughs> yeah. i feel like but what i really noticed from these two acquisitions that have made Chuck look very good the first three games are Niskanen and Braun. Braun's game last night, both of their games last night, Niskanen and Braun, I thought were great. Braun was, I thought he was in everyone's He face doesn't again. jump out at you speed-wise, offensively, but he is really good defensively. He had the breakout pass to uh, Torinsky, didn't he? He did, I think yeah, so. Yeah. But those, I'm going to talk about those two moves right now and how... Three games in, I'm liking it, and they're both making Chuck look smart right now because not only are Niskanen and Braun playing well, their play defensively is giving the other kids. Sandheim was all over the ice last night. Hit the post, almost ended the fucking game. Yeah. Provy looks more confident with the puck he, than he I've lo- seen since his rookie I, year. I was just going to say that. He looks the best I've probably seen him offensively. Yeah. Offensively, like, like play, in terms of like puck movement. Yeah, the play where he was coming out of the D zone behind the net and he shrugged the dude off with one hand. That was that was nice. So let's get in uh, overtime. There was a penalty called for Couturier throwing his stick. How did you feel about that one? I don't really think he threw his stick. Did you? Did he? No, I didn't think he threw his stick. Did, I, it, I haven't watched it back, that one. I, I haven't, so I guess I can't. What, the penalty? Much. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've watched. Well, I watched the replay like when it happened, but I don't think like this morning and onward. I don't think I've catched the replay of that penalty. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like it got called, but it pretty much ended the game for us because you know we weren't winning the shootout. But it, it looked like he just went to go poke check the guy and it slipped out of his hand. That's exactly what it looked what happened. like. I think you said that it got caught on his skate and knocked it out, right, or something like that. It. He definitely didn't throw it. Why he would he throw, throw the stick? Like he knows that's a penalty. You know what I mean? I mean he wouldn't n- throw it. Nylander did it. Remember? That was uh, Kapanen, wasn't Kapanen, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kapanen. I'm sorry, not Nylander. Well, that was just a brain. I don't that know what that like, was. <laughs> did you see Domi chirping him, too? He's like, attaboy, yeah. attaboy, Kapanen, Attaboy, you fucking idiot. That was, that was incredible. <laughs> well, you know TK would have been chirping him, too. TK is like Max Domi. They're both, they both like... But they, better. Oh, you like, yeah, you're going to say that? <laughs> I don't know. Max Domi's really good. But he, he sucked he's in having a, He's having a pretty good start this year, huh? Yeah. He's with Montreal, right? Yeah, he, he went he all, sucked he in Arizona. Game. But Arizona just yeah, Arizona is Arizona. That's yeah. like the 
it's like the retirement home for the league. Actually, they got a lot of good young no, players yeah, on there now. They're actually kind of a fun team. But back when like Shane Doan was there for like 26 years, I was like, come on. Man. Not to get off topic, but I used to love watching when I was younger. I used to love watching Arizona Coyote playoff games. All like the C. The whiteout, yeah. I, but, love I mean, no, they're whiteout, yeah. Yeah, I love that too. I love that. Their, their 11 12 run where they went yeah. to the East, uh, WCF. That was fun as yeah, well. It was definitely fun. But just to wrap up, we got a little off track there, but just to wrap up the, the Niskanen and Braun, how, like, you obviously think they played well, but do you see this trend continuing? Do you think it's a three game mirage? Or how are you feeling about this Niskanen and Braun thing? Uh,. Well, before I get into that, I'm going to just say Niskanen, the way he plays the starfish move, the two-on-ones, incredible. Like He's stopping Patrick Kane on it the other night. He needs to and, show Phil Myers how to defend a two-on-one because yeah. I think he seriously broke up every two-on-one. Like, Dude, yeah, I know. He's, he's been, been up sub. against. And now he doesn't have the best speed. Now, so I'm going to say this about – I'm going to get into your question now. I, I mean, that's just what they do. You know, so I do see that keeping up. Like, I don't... Like, they're going to have the games where Niskanen's going to do the starfish move and he's going to get burnt on it. And like, But for the most part, yeah, I mean, these guys are winners, dude. And you, you can't sell it short that Niskanen played top minutes on a cup-winning team no. just two years ago. No, you can't. Yeah. And there were a lot of times... Bronze as well. They've had... Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but they've had plenty of... How many times have the San Jose Sharks have had... Playoff runs, dude. Have they missed the play? They probably missed it like since that uh, Thornton Marlowe, whenever that core came in, yeah, like that, I mean, twenty years ago. They've, they've been, been a good team since. Yeah, can I? I mean, I can remember. And I'm Justin Braun's been there for a good bit. They all love him over there, and there's a reason for that. I remember when we first got him, uh, the reception from the Sharks fans were they like, were upset. they were really upset, and we we took note of that, and we were like, this means something, like because yeah. fan bases they don't players like, tweeted out, yeah, like Logan Couture, yeah. I like him. I think he's a perfect complement to the kids. And I think his him and Niskanen's defensive play, their sound defensive play to help the kids in their own zone, only makes the kids more willing to take the puck up the ice, join the rush. It's exciting. It really is. Especially, um, it's better than having Andrew McDonald. That's for sure. Not only that, they kind of act as teachers, don't they? Uh, uh, Braun like, and Niskanen? Yeah, like tutors, kind of. Because yeah. they're, they're really... They like, have to. They've That's been they... in the league for 10-plus years. They've gone to Cups. The re- the main reason why I liked these acquisitions and is because we think the team's going to make the playoffs this year, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, playoffs, it gets crazy. There's so much adversity. There's injuries. Like, there's a reason why it's probably the hardest trophy in sports to win. And yeah. I... Like Niskanen and Braun, because those are the guys who, in game six, if the Flyers are down one in the third, and, like, Provi, Sanheim, like, you could tell, like, they're young kids. You could tell they're, they're really, like, antsy butterflies. Like, yeah. he can, they will get them calmed down. Yeah, and be like, hey, like, I've been here before. Yeah. This is what you need to do. This no is lead how by this example. is going to happen. And there were a lot of times last night, and there were a lot of times in the other two games, but I'm talking about last night because it's the most recent game, that I sat there and looked over at you and was like, Danny, the patience that Niskanen has with the puck in his own zone, his breakouts, it's just something that I haven't seen from this team in a really long time. It's refreshing. 
how many times that he'd be on he'd be in the corner and instead of making a move right away, chipping it up the boards or chipping it behind the net, he'll wait. He'll sit with his back mm-hmm. and then the other player will think that he's gonna chip it, so he'll skate that way. And then he'll just calm down, send it over, just I don't know. I'd really like the way Niskanen plays. It's just like it's it's good hockey. You know, at the end of the day. Yeah. It's it's like what a defenseman. He's not Eric Carlson. Be. Like he's not an elite defenseman, but he's what we needed. Yeah, it's what we've been lacking. He's for sure. He's what we needed with Provy and with Sanheim and the kids, basically. It, yeah, and it's like even Ghost. Like I know he's not a kid, but he's, he's still, still young. Yeah, he's he's not even that. Like he yeah he is young, but he the way he plays, he needs a player like that on his line. That's why I don't think stabilizer. The Robert, that's, that's what I, I think, that's why I call them. Yeah, that's why I don't think the Robert Hag. Ghost pair is good because Hag isn't yeah good en- Hag isn't good enough to help him out yeah defensively I'm not liking that pair at all no I'm not liking that pair because of just what you said it's like Gosses Bear loves to join the rush so that means he's gonna be caught back and I don't want the one defenseman back to I mean, be Robert hey, Hag hey, exactly like, I'd rather be this gonna Braun for sure yeah and Hag hasn't played bad no he has not no but yeah he I hasn't that. visibly been bad yeah there's but- a reason why I'm not like. But the entire team hasn't slandered him. Like nobody on the team, except the person that we're gonna get into now. Are you all? Uh, are you all done with the the brawn? I'm, I'm gonna just say that that's what a coach will do, and I, I repeated that multiple multiple yeah. times last night. Maybe the reason why he looked so atrociously bad, and I'm, I'm not saying he's good magically now in AV system, but like maybe he's just a little less bad. Yeah, and like we'll take that, you know. He, just I mean, he was a highly touted prospect. Like he second round pick. We, yeah, we were excited for the kid for sure. But what I was saying, nobody on the team has looked visibly bad, except, and I don't think he's looked bad. Yeah, I wouldn't say he looked bad. I don't I know think anybody's looked bad, but Bunneman. He just looks like a dude. He he looks like it's like why you know it lo- <laughs> looks like he's not really ready, kind of. Yeah, and it looks like he it he looks, just doesn't seem like he should be playing. He seems like an AHLer to me. It know. looks like the 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 moment's a little bit too big for him. It seems like that's he's like, that's the way I was trying to word it. Yeah, it seems like this he's a step behind. Like he's a three seconds, he's three seconds behind the play every every time he's out on the ice. And don't get me wrong, like he has the skill. You can see like the skill that he has, but I think a little bit more AHL time is going to help him. I think once this whole cap situation is cleared up. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do, but I think Fairway needs to come up. For ter- look uh, at the way Terensky's played. Bonneman has been nowhere close to that. No, Terensky needs to be on the fourth line. Yeah. Not not in a not in a sense that oh, he's getting demoted to the fourth line, but if you put Bonneman back to the Phantoms, you put Terensky with Raffle and Lawton, that gives that Raffle and Lawton line who has been doing really was it the Raffle Lawton line last night? They were on a line together, nah. right? Who was Raffle with? Bonneman, right? Bonneman and Pillick. They, the, the statistics, Corsi, Fenwick, they have been getting dragged down 5-on-5 five five bad. And there were a lot of people on Flyers Twitter to, uh, this morning saying that that line needs to get juggled because they've been getting they've been getting run around a lot. So you send Bonneman down, you put Terensky with Pitlick and Lawton, I mean Pitlick and Raffle, Make make it raffle. Make yeah, it raw. I, I said this last night. Any variation of it, I just want Turinsky in it. Yeah, I want Turinsky in it. I want Turinsky's on my team. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And then the third line can be JVR, JVR Lawton, uh, Farabee. And this is what I um. 
wanted to talk about last night. If if Bunneman's on this team, remember this? Yeah. If, if Bunneman's on this team and he's not playing center, why, why is, he, is he here? Exactly. Because he didn't win a he did not win a winger role. The only reason why he has a spot on the team is because Nolan Patrick's out. Did he get kicked out of the circle? The 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 face off that they lost and they scored that that you were complaining about. You were saying why is he if he's on the team why is he not playing center? Remember no, they, they put, the yeah, no, they, no he Raffle was playing center. Raffle's been playing center. The, why? Like, I don't get it. Raffle's not a center. I really don't get it. And if Bunneman's here to play center, well clearly that's not the case because he's not playing center. If he's here, that means he won it as a winger, which means you're telling me that Torinsky and Bunneman both had both won winger spots over Faraby ridiculous i mean i'm not gonna i'm not slandering the, the the new regime or anything but i'm just saying it's no i agree with you it's like, like i thought he made the team because we were injured at center i thought that was the only reason i not because he won a winger spot a good he point. did not win a winger spot it's a great point honestly it's a really good point and you're not going to sit here and tell me that that those two Terensky maybe because Terensky did have like an extremely good preseason he scored but he earned a spot and he, he even the way he's played it so far in this regular season he's kept his spot yeah and like you said Faraby arguably had the best preseason out of every flyer on the team. Arguably. I mean, Hart, Hart probably had the best. Hayes had a really good preseason. But yeah. He, uh, Faraby had one of the best preseasons as a flyer. Like one of the, And he got sent down. And like you said, well, the whole Bonneman thing, if he's up here and he's not playing center, why is he here? Why is the kid playing wing when there could be a kid that's better already right now in Faraby? Playing wing, it's so easy because Bunneman is Maybe the, fourth no. line winger. I'm sorry, I'll let you no, go right no. back. Bunneman is fourth line winger right now, right? Yeah. Torensky is third line winger. Yeah. It's as easy as send Bunneman down, drop Torensky, call up Faraby. They all have ELCs. It's just I don't get it. Like I mean, I guess they must really want Faraby to get AHL time. That's Maybe really what something I'm that we're missing. Maybe obviously, maybe there's something. Maybe there's a method to their madness. Maybe they're doing something behind the scenes that we don't know. But right now, it just doesn't make sense that Bunneman's on this team because honestly, he hasn't done shit. Yeah, and I know it is still early, but it is early. It's three games in. But Faraby could have shown us more in these for. And but this he is had the, the slide rule too. Yeah, like you had a free nine game tryout. Why not just do it? Like it's like who who does that hurt? And honestly, this is kind of funny, but this is the only thing that we honestly have to complain about. So we're gonna we're gonna complain about the only thing that we can complain about with this team because other than. Bunneman not looking the sharpest. Everybody else, yeah. minus JVR and maybe Voracek, but, like, they haven't looked atrocious. They've looked good. Yeah, they've been fine. They've been fine. I'm excited for Tuesday and Wednesday. We need at least one out of those two. Bad. Yeah. Bad. And then, and then we bring it back to the crib on Saturday against the Dallas Stars. That's why it's so – don't we go on, on, like, a homestand when we uh, come two back? Two games. Two games? Two it's games. still two games at home yep. that we need the – And I think there are three days of – I think they're one day apart, so I think it's like Saturday home game, Monday home game. So you got two quick home games in three days. I've had a lot of people on uh, on Twitter agreeing with me. Stein, Steiny nine said he replied to our uh, our thread this morning. He was like, "Bunneman needs to go. Everybody, Bunneman needs to go." <laughs> and Bunneman for Frost. Let's make a deal at uh, at Cry Flyers. Oh, we'll get into him in a little bit. There's some stuff going on in Lehigh Valley with Morgan Frost. Yeah, there is. So we'll uh, update you guys on uh, the whole Lehigh Valley. Anything else you want to say about that game last night? The Vancouver one? Nah, I think we're. I just hate the shootouts. 
<laughs> you, you've heard us hammer at home before on this podcast. Let's get into that. You've heard us hammer at home on the Twitter last night. And, dude, I will get on this podcast after a shootout win. This is, this is I promise. Now that I said it, I have to do it. I'm going to get on this podcast after a shootout win for the Flyers and still and reiterate say how shitty thing. it is. Yep. That's that was the thing about that tweet that we sent out last night. It sounded, it kind of seemed like that we were salty because we lost. Yeah, it did. But sad. Danny and I have been saying that since we were like 12 years old. I've My father does not watch shootouts. The game will end and he will go upstairs and do his thing. And just doesn't – nobody watches shootouts. Like nobody likes shootouts. And I th- honestly think it should be – I've seen a lot of like prepositions. Pre- I've seen a lot of ideas coming from people on Twitter – of how they should solve this issue, I saw. Pe- I've seen people say that it should be five minutes of four on four, and then three on three till someone scores. I think that's a little bit too much. Maybe you should do five minutes on four on four, then ten minutes on three on three, and then if nobody scores on those two things, then they can go to a shootout. But I think they definitely need to do something. I don't think five minutes is enough. I'm not sitting here saying that because we lost last night. I don't think five minutes is enough. If you extend it, I said this last week, if you extend it to 10, the probability of somebody scoring probably skyrockets. So, obviously, we're not making this shit up. We've been saying it in other pods, but it just happens. It just so happened that we lost in a fucking shootout last yeah. night. And the thing that sucks is three-on-three hockey, three-on-three overtime, is probably as and at least in my eyes, and I'm a, I'm a hockey fan, so take this with a grain of salt, I think it's the most fun five minute span in sports a hockey three on three overtime game on the line just odd man rush after odd man rush yeah it's like, fun like you see a guy pick up the puck because it's all about possession right yeah. you see a guy pick up the puck in the defensive zone and you like you see all the space you see the odd man rush developing like three on three is so fun and to go from that to a shootout is a skills competition it, it's literally like it's practice that's how they end the game by by like practicing because that's what you do in practice you practice going on breakaways you practice like penalty shots and stuff it's, I don't but the it. NHL doesn't care about us so they won't change anything they'll keep it I think it'll it'll be <laughs> it'll be gone eventually but uh, I joke I joke yeah. but it, it should have been gone a long time ago it needs to go it definitely needs to go so right now we're gonna move on to Lehigh Valley Valley Phantoms and they've had two games so far Joel Farabee and Morgan Frost both well, had made their, three games. Three games, I'm sorry. Frost made his debut when Farabee was still in Europe. Farabee made his debut Friday and scored that beautiful Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone goal. listening to this have seen that a million times. Everybody. Dude, yeah. the AHL account tweeted it out. I AHL watched Network. it a million times. Yeah. Like, that goal. And then he that, scored again. His celebration, too. Dude, it just... And I said this to you. I was like, it really... To, to be sent down and still be with the team in Prague and then travel all the way back and in your first 25 minutes of professional action to score a goal like that, Mental health it, it shows that he should have been on the team. But it, Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it also shows mental healthness, honestly, because they Elaine probably had a, a talk with him and was he need to go down there with the right mentality. Yeah, he did. He said that. And yeah. if you go down there with the right mentality, you'll be back up here. And that's exactly he's taken that and he's ran with it. He scored that goal and he then he scored again last night. Yeah, off uh who who gave him the feed? Uh Drisco. Oh. Uh, uh fifty one. I liked him in the preseason. He gave he him the actually. feed for that one? Mm-hmm. But the play was all started by Fairby. It was a give and go. Um and then a snipe. 
Yeah, and the sniper. Sniper for shot. It was beautiful. First goal, nice stretch pass by Phil Myers. You love beautiful. to see that. So, Phil Myers has like three assists, I think. Wow, really? He has three assists? No, yeah, he's, yeah good. he assisted on, on one last night. Yeah, Ratcliffe got his first, too. Ratcliffe did get his first. Ratcliffe had a beautiful breakup on that Farabee goal. Did Rack, he? Yeah, he's, he caused the the turnover, and he looks like he's getting a little bit more comfortable. But the one uh, the one thing that we wanted to get to after the whole Farabee thing, so he has two goals in the two games that he's played. He's looked awesome. It's only a matter of time before he comes up. Not much to say about Farabee. Gordon's playing him with the first line. Yeah, there's not much to say yeah. about Farabee. He's he'll be ups in a matter of weeks, honestly. But the thing that we wanted to tell everybody that if you don't already know, uh, Morgan Frost got demoted to the fourth line last night. Maybe Gordon's a little frustrated with his play. I uh, we talked about this yesterday. I personally think that Frost was always going to start slow. In the AHL, I just think he needs to get like he needs a little bit more time to get his feet under him. Um, we knew that Fairby was more NHL ready than Frost. We said that. Yeah, college going through college development system, you're it gets you a lot more NHL ready than the OHL does. The yeah, OHL I, yeah. is there's a lot of like there's some 15, 16 year old kids playing in there. Like, would you say right now Fairby's better than Frost? Right, like right now at this moment, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So we knew that. Yeah, he got demoted. I don't think there's anything to freak out about. I personally think he'll be fine. I just think he, yeah, yeah. he, he just needs to get his feet on their own. Once he does the, the that. type of game he plays is not easy to do at an NHL level. Like you have to be a Claude Giroux type. Like you know, like yeah. the the playmaking, seeing vision, the fancy stick yeah. dangling. That just comes with time. Like he'll get that over time. But I think the his reason first why game he got, looked good. Yeah, he hit the post. Hit the post. That beautiful yeah. move between his legs. Yeah, he looked good. He looked like Morgan Frost. I want. I wonder. The real reason why they demoted him it might be, I don't know, he might just be getting too fancy, might be getting thrown around, or he might just be a matchup thing. He, who knows? He might be on the second line next game. And, you never know. And, I'm not I'm not going to read into it. Yeah, I'm much. not going to read into it anyway because th- there's no way Scott Gordon's going to bury this kid. You know? Out of all the people in the organization to bury, you it's not, not going bro. to be Scott Gordon. I'll drive down. And Dave him. Scott will go down there himself, or Chuck <laughs> Fletcher will go down there himself and be like, all right, just play him up. Like, come on, dude. I don't think he'll do that because he's known to be good with younger players. Like last year with the Flyers, I'm TK came out. They all love him. Lindblom too. They yeah. all love him. Came out multiple times saying that uh, Scott Gordon was really good with the really good with the kids. He would take connect me aside and like talk to him about film and stuff. And I thought that was really really telling. Like the fact that they brought him back, like that doesn't happen when somebody gets promoted to the head coach of the NHL team. They don't go back to the AHL team if they get fired. Like that just doesn't happen, and he did. So it's got to tell you something. He's he's b- beloved in Allentown. Like they love him down there, and um, I have I have confidence in uh, in Scott Gordon to to get Frost going. Yeah, he's and a, I gr- think he's he a great AHL coach. No, he is. I think he's a future NHL coach. I don't think he uh, I don't think he was ready, but uh, I have confidence in him to get Frost going. And I think Frost will get going. I think Frost is too good to get going. Like I said last night, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of. I mean, maybe there is, but guys who score back to back hundred points in the OHL that are complete busts. Yeah. Just, I'm not. I don't want to say that like the B word, but. <laughs> um, I feel. You. Yeah, I'm. That's my take. I I'm not worried about Morgan Frost at all. He'll be fine. He'll be uh, he'll be on the score sheet soon. I'm yeah, it's worried. just gonna take him time to adjust. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some players develop faster than the others. 
Like, there's nothing yeah, wrong like with that. Yeah, like, Farabee played college hockey. College hockey teaches you better how to be defensively. I'm not saying Morgan Hope Frost. Up soon. I'm not saying Morgan Frost is worse player than Joel Farabee. I'm just saying he's more NHL ready. But let's, let's talk about the home opener for a little bit because we didn't really touch too much on that. We, we said how dominant it was. But Carter Hart's save on Taylor Hall. <laughs> Hot. Watched it a save million times. Year. Yeah, All, like, already. We, it's funny because the first game in Prague, we have a candidate for goal of the year. Second yeah. game home opener, we have a candidate for save of the year. So let's talk about Konechny a little bit too. Six points in three games. He looks dominant. I said on the last episode, what if this is his breakout year? I mean, it's only been two extra games, so I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I mean, but it might be. He looks great. I think Limblom looks really good as well. He. Dude, no, no, no. He looks so good. Yeah, I'm he a, looks I don't, really good. Yeah, I have to reiterate that because he's like, he looks like the most improved flyer over the last year. Yeah, and that play where he fanned on that shot, it kind of like caught up with him and he fanned on yeah. it. Yeah, we were screaming. Probably could have <laughs> scored. But I do remember when that happened, everybody was a little pissed off at Limbaugh. I was like, he'll make up for it, and he did. And Oh, he did, yeah, yeah. And he scored. And that beautiful play by Niskin that we that we just got done talking about over to Konechny, and then Konechny, beautiful pass. Another point for Konechny. Bro, he's looked really good. Konechny is just... He's just good, man. He's really good. Would I you, didn't think he was this good. Like I like I knew Konechny was good, but he said in an interview yesterday that uh this summer he focused more on skill, like his skill, mm-hmm. and he wanted to be ready game one instead of being ready 20 games in and how much of a difference that makes and how many more points he can it, score. It's showing, for And it's sure. showing. If um, he keeps this up, then, yeah, it's TK breakout year. So he he's our best scorer, right? Yeah, for sure. Even, right now, even strength. Yeah. Actually, I think across the board, I think he's our best scorer. Would you say he's top three on the team in terms of hands, like dangling and deking yeah, and pa- sure. passing vision and stuff like yeah, that? So easily. why was he not one of the three players to shoot in the shootout last night? I don't know. He's your best goal, best goal scorer. He also is top three on your team in terms of dangling the puck. I just don't know how Vorich Why is he not first. a shootout? I don't. What is the love with why for so many years has he been going in the shootout? He's not a breakaway player. He's just not. It's like, the same move too. It's he's either going five hole where he's gonna he's gonna try to go backhand on you. It's the same fucking. Either move. way, it's a low shot. He's trying to go under the. He's trying to go five hole or under the. Yeah, the yeah, pad. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same fucking move, dude. Ideally, ideally, if I'm if I'm AV, I'm sending out TK first, G second. And then JVR third, because JVR is dirty in the regular way too. He's got crazy he's a goal scorer. Yeah, he's yeah. A goal scorer. So that's my top three. That's probably people who's listening's top three. It just didn't make. Why the fuck is Voracek out there? Why? Yeah, I don't he's know. like your fourth, fifth guy. Like if the shootout prolongs, he's the dude that you go to, but not first. Like TK and Giroux, if they were one and two, I guarantee we would win more shootouts than we lost. We would have won. I, like connect me would have scored if, if he went first. Yeah, like, he's just that only would have tied it though. So if you might have really ball. Know. Should be my uncle, but yeah. like yeah, I, I'm not gonna say say all these if ands and buts. But it, like I said, it's something to complain about. We had one. <laughs> we don't have a lot a lot of things to complain yeah, about. Yeah, we really haven't, especially with thing. AV. Think but that's it. one of the things that kind of made me uh, scratch my head a little bit was uh, Vorchek going first. The biggest thing we complained about in this episode was our fourth line right wing. It's like. Fourth line right wing. Or fourth wing. line left wing, whatever. The 13, 14 forward and like Bunneman. Like. That's who we're complaining <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I love I mean, how, I mean Stewart, not Bunneman, I'm sorry. By the way, 
Why, why is he still hanging around? Or when they figure out the cap situation, <laughs> is he getting a contract? Bro, I think he's uh like he's still. It's funny because he's in the, like all the team pictures and he's getting announced. Like, remember he got announced at the home opener on the bench. I'm like, he doesn't have a contract. Why is he being announced? I don't like, know. He's not on the actual yeah, team. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I think must he's, mean he made it though. Uh, if they're st- if they're still keeping him, like, I, don't, I really don't have an him? answer for you. I think personally that it's just a. If anybody gets injured, they have a dude who knows the system, who's been there all training camp, so they can just sign him real quick. So they're basically telling him just to stay near. I, I don't so know. So is he getting paid for this? I is don't it like, know. Yeah, I really don't know. I think he gets compensated like hotels, food, all that. But I don't like. I don't, he's not definitely not getting a check for this. I, I mean, really don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't care either. It's just a little weird. And one thing about the cap, we were talking about this last night that the flexibility of it, they really need to figure that shit out. Because if, yeah, if someone gets hurt, like you, you made just, a really good point last night. Where you were like, if somebody gets hurt, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, they're, what are we, 200K below the cat? Like, that's it. That's not enough for any player. And the and the rule that an AHL guy, like a, like a prominent AHL guy who's not an NHL player, can't be sent down when he's injured is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. A dude who had no shot to make this team is keeping you from making necessary moves for your hockey team. How it's far out fucking, is he? So annoying. Walensky, right? Walensky, yeah. He's apparently practicing, but apparently he practiced and then left like 30 minutes in and then didn't practice the rest of the time. Like, just get healthy, bro. Like, It's so annoying that he has to stay. It's, it makes no sense. Like, yeah, they need to make a loophole. That. They need to get rid of that fucking rule. If, it, if anyone listening understands, like, the actual logistical reason why that rule is a thing, please tell us. Because I'm would. i genuinely curious. Like, I'm not even just saying that, like... Yeah, I mean, I know it's a rule. Like, I know it's an actual rule. It's in the CBA where you can't send him down when he's injured. Maybe it's... Maybe it's, uh... Probably the the players' union, like, put that in for themselves. Like, they don't want him... Like, players don't want to be sent down when they're injured. Yeah, there's gotta be some... I I, I, I don't know. There's gotta be some reason. But like I said, a lot of people... I saw a lot of people on Twitter, and I agree with it. A dude who, who was... Destined for the for the AHL had zero shot of making this team is keeping us from making real hockey moves to help our club and it's fucking frustrating as shit. It's yeah, it's it's frustrating, but you can't really. I mean, it's not his it's, fault. Yeah, it's not I'm his not blaming fault. him. I'm yeah, blaming yeah. the rule. No, I'm, I'm. You also gotta kind of blame like the, the management for getting that tight to the cap. Like I know you had to, especially with what we were trying to build this year, and you always want to spend to the cap. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't plan for the one to two mil flexibility, this all comes down to when he. It's really evident now that the Flyers were really banking on connecting to take a bridge deal because now they're just like out of money, you know, and that's why they wanted a bridge deal yeah. was so that they actually had some money, but they couldn't, they had a cave for TK, which I'm completely fine with. I love six years, TK, but one thing I wanted to talk about with, uh, um, what were you just saying? I'm sorry. TK. TK. Contracts, cap hit, the flexibility thing. Yeah, but I, 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 do you really think they were trying to get a, a bridge with him? Yeah, they even said it multiple times. They said we were really trying to work on something short term, but connecting you really want it long term. Yeah. Well, there's actually a thing that I don't actually see people talking about a lot, but I want to like get into it just quick, quick little segment. But Morin, he's still with us. Like he's still here. If He's not waiver exempt, right? So if they sent him down, he'd have to go through waivers. Yeah, pretty sure. So that's why he's still up, obviously. Yeah, I would man, really yeah. love for him to be getting some AHL time if he's not gonna be playing up here. Like, just get, uh, just yeah. let the kid play. The kid hasn't played hockey, like consistent hockey. Would he clear waivers year. though? Nah, I don't think he would. Yeah, I don't know. Would 
I mean, I don't think he would. Some were, team would take a chance on him. Big body. I don't know. A lot of teams right now are like strapped against the cap. Yeah, this is the time of year where everyone's just below the cap. So that's another thing you need to keep an eye. I mean, not keep an eye on, but Morin is still up here. Like he's uh, he's yeah. Still well, here. They said they wanted to carry eight day for a while. Yeah. That's uh, that's another thing. I think Myers is gonna come back up after they get this whole this whole cap situation sorted out. Because I think he's he's better than Hag. Obviously, he should be up here. He's looked pretty good in the AHL. Three assists, like I said. He 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 did look a little reckless in the preseason. He was taking some chances where it's like, all right, dude, like we know you're. Uh, yeah, we know you're good. We know you're good, but like, come on, dude, dial it back a little. Like you act like you already won this spot. And that didn't Navy say that in the behind the glass thing? Didn't he? I could have sworn he, he said, said he said something, something like, to, oh, like he said it when he was above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he's acting like he already made the team. Was he, and he talking was about playing Myers? like that? I think so. It has to be right. Who else? Who, would yeah, be talking who else are you talking about? Because it wasn't Faraby. Because Faraby's been playing well. Yeah, Faraby played like he made the team because he should have made the team. But I digress. I've already exp- yeah yeah, like, yeah. I mean, shown my anger of that. What are you gonna do? But uh, we can definitely move on to the two games coming up if you want to preview. For sure. Preview so that. we got. Tuesday night, nine o'clock. Is that right? I believe it's nine o'clock yeah. against Calgary. Hopefully, Elliot gets to start. I don't really don't care who starts which game. It's just about who plays. What I mean, in front ideal, of them. Ideally, I want Hart against Edmonton against Connor McDavid and shit. I want fucking Brian Elliott going up against Leon Drysidle and. McDavid. I know. I feel that, but what if? And you think about this from the other perspective. You put Hart into that Calgary game. You're not guaranteeing a win, but you're giving yourself the best chances to get a win. Mm-hmm. What if Elliott played the Calgary game because we're like, oh, Calgary's an inferior opponent. He loses, and then we're on the ropes to Edmonton yeah. with Hart. Yeah. It's, I mean, but that's it's just not hockey. ideal. That's just hockey. Yeah, it's yeah. not ideal. But um, but what what are you looking for? I'm gonna just say the first road game, like the first road game. Like, how, how what kind of response? Do you want? I mean, I know it's a road game, so like you. I want them to come out hard in the first. Like I want them to be swarming in the first. I know against Vancouver, I knew Vancouver was gonna come out. Vancouver was amped and ready to play. We're coming off again three different countries. Like I knew they were gonna come out. It was just weathering the storm, and we did, and we played with them. We stole a point. But now I need us to go into Calgary and come out firing. Like I just need us to come out firing. I want, I want people goal. shooting. I want people hitting. Pucks on net. And they, they've done that. But there was also times, especially last night, where they got cycled on a couple times. Especially looked, in the beginning. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not going to nitpick this team because they played pretty well over the past three games. But if I'm going to say, if, I, if I'm going to make any, any uh, advice to the Flyers. It's to start faster, I'm, and I'm sure Av's in the in the locker room telling the boys that they need to start faster. It's been it's been a problem with this team since I can remember watching hockey. That this team's always come out. I feel like it's a Philly thing. The Eagles do the same shit. Like it's, it's a Philly thing. Phillies, every Philadelphia team does it. Every Philadelphia why? team does it. They always play down their opponents. Dude, I th- I feel like like they like feed off and they need to be the underdog. Like for some reason, doesn't it always seem like that? It, no, it really it seems does. like they like to be the underdog at time. Like the, especially in the last couple of years with the Flyers, it seems like they, it's every time they would go down four one, they would go down four one looking like shit, and then for the rest of the way, like to tie it up four four, they look like the best team in hockey. No, they really did. And it, that that's the most frustrating thing, and that's what a good coach hopefully does. If if Av 
moved Voracek down to the fourth line in this game, he's not going to accept losing. No. I, I love the fact that because the other coaches that we have had, if Voracek had a bad game, they would just brush it off. Uh, yeah, he gets uh, eight mil. He can't blah, say anything blah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, bullshit. If, you, if you're not playing well, you're going to get demoted. And I love the fact that AV like doesn't give a fuck who you are. Like, he doesn't care, like, at all. I hope he, when Giroux got back to the bench, I hope he said something to him, like, bud, you gotta shoot that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I'm sure G's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah that's G's what, cool that's what with that said. shit. Yeah. Voracek's an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a, I mean, I don't think he's an asshole. I fucking love Voracek, but he's very frustrating as a player, and maybe the demotion wakes him the fuck up a little bit, because he's been frustrating to watch. You know what's honestly. gonna happen now, right? It, well, al- it always happens with Jake. He has the, the yeah. He has the rough stretch where everyone talks about trading him, and watch, he's gonna snap. And that's that's when he fires back at us. That's when he yeah. starts talking shit. And I don't and, blame and him. Then he puts I, a would, tw- I don't blame him. I would do the same shit. If people were talking shit on me, and I scored like ten points in like five games. I mean, you all can go fuck yourself. Flyers fans or not, go fuck yourself. Like if I was Ford Jack, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Seriously, did you see the Drew Doughty Matthew Kachuk? Rivalry. They hate each other. Dude. That but did you watch that game? Right yeah, and he he scored and he told the fans to go f- suck his. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was three nothing Kings, right? Mm-hmm. And you could tell like the like Dowdy and him they're they're chirping they the whole hate night. Each other like they like don't like each other at all. Like, Dowdy hates it. hockey. Needs, I know, hockey I needs more it. of this. Um, it's a lot of West Coast teams. They got the good rivalries right now for sure. Yeah, Vegas um, Sharks. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they're always playing each other. Like, next week, it's going to be Vegas Sharks again. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. They're, Loving it. Except Vegas has just been steamrolling them. The Sharks are like... Vegas Vegas is, pisses me off. They're scary not, good. Not because they've done anything to, to me personally, but I, I've been a fucking Flyers fan for, for fucking forever, and I've had to go, go, go through these awful, awful, awful seasons of hockey. And then Vegas just gets a team oh, and they're yeah. dirty, and dude. They're in cup they just get a team and they're just just in the cup run every year. Just Western Conference final every year with prospects. With prospects, uh, Cody yeah. Glass coming up, just yeah. just dirty, dude. Good for them. I mean, Vegas is a really has really a really cool fan base. Like their their entrances entrances because they've games. had no pain to deal with stuff. So I'm yeah. telling you, I know they have nothing. They have nothing to be angry about because they've just been spoon fed yeah. success. And the show that they put on, I mean, I, I personally want to go to Vegas for a Flyers Vegas game. Oh, I would love to do that one day. It's but, on the Strip, too, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the arena, yeah. like, it's right there in the action. Yeah, They're dude, really that, lucky to have a good, like, that good of a team in that quick. People must be whacked all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Imagine, like... Imagine having that good of a team that's in, like, the, like, in the Western Conference Finals since they've been born. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I remember, I remember when... This is really off. Like, we're really got off topic, yeah, but it's whatever. It's the NHL. We're, we're talking everything hockey. When um uh, when the, their first year in the in the league, I remember talking to you and like, I was like, if they win this cup, dude, I was like, I'm gonna be fucking mad. I was like, I think there was a lot of people with that same mentality. Like, if they win this fucking cup, I'm gonna be mad. Just just jealous. Just de- jealous, man. Yeah. Be like, there's no fucking way that you just got a team <laughs> and won a cup right away. That's that's unheard of. Like it's unheard of. And it, it's it was a great of. story. It was a great story, yeah. and it's unheard of for them to go to the cup, and they did that. Like that's awesome, and they'll hang on for that for the next how many years? I mean, I know we're and on dude, Vegas's. they're better now than they were when they went to the cup. I know. Like their window is open. 
They're, they I've they drafted it. a team and opened a window in a year. That's I insane. <laughs> I know. I've been saying it since the podcast started. If you have a good goalie, you have a chance to win every year. And a good coach. Gerard Gallant is really – Yeah, he's a good it. coach. I don't know how he was just sitting there. <laughs> like, just, oh, yeah, I can coach yeah. a team real quick. Let me take them to the cup. It's a good and opportunity. almost fucking win. Another reason, like, I know those dudes, especially that first year, they were all fired up because, like, imagine – like, getting picked in an expansion draft, it's almost like I'm the one guy my team didn't want. To protect, you know what I mean. So everyone, they all had something to prove that year. Everyone uh, on that team. Yeah, I do remember reading an article the first year that they were a thing, and the the sense around the locker room was like, "Fuck the league, fuck the team that it, that didn't protect me. I'm gonna go out and prove them wrong." And that's like the and they got Mark Andre Fleury. Like they were just gifted a great goal. Yeah, I mean everybody knew that like the Penguins were gonna get rid of him because of what Matt Murray did. And yeah, they they really and that they turned out to be a mistake. The, yep, they picked the perfect time. To come to the league, like the perfect time, like the players that were available at the time that they were like Marshall Salt, Flurry, Riley. Now Smith. they have Pacioretty, Stone. Yeah, like um, the list just goes on and we on. We have an announcement to make. This is a uh, now a Vegas Golden Knights podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're fun as shit. Now they're cool. We got Stone on the fantasy team. By Fucking like, Mark Stone, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Right, fantasy. Wrap that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah fantasy. Fantasy. I know you're I'm starting to get smacked. <laughs> you are Jamie getting... Martinez, we got one day left. You better hope Crosby doesn't go off tonight. If Crosby goes off tonight, I might snag that win. Drink Jamie Martinez. Danny is mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm coming for you. You can't make me 0-2. In my... I made the fucking league, man. You can't make me 0-2. Like... It's his own league, <laughs> yeah. dude. Don't make the man go 0-2. I'm 1-0 So bench your good players and let me win. I'm just playing. Nah. But it's... um. We're having a good time with it. Like the the the, the fantasy league's been fun. We've been interacting with everybody. It's it makes been... it more interesting to check up on scores, the games throughout the night. Well, I'm trying to. I usually try to watch like anything I can watch, hockey related. Yeah, it gets you as a fantasy just gets you more involved with the game itself. So that's why I mean that's why yeah. they invented fantasy. It's like hey, Canadian scored, but I see it was like Petrie, and I'm just like ah, that's right. Like when Lindblom scored last night, that was double sweet for me. Da- da- like, Danny was double fist pumping yeah. when Lindblom scored last night. Because not only the Flyers tie the game, it's fantasy points. And I remember towards the end of that draft, I was like, I want, I want to pick one Flyers player just so I have someone on my own team yeah. to like root for when they score. Yeah, for sure. And I realized no one picked Lindblom at all. He was actually unranked on the thing, no so way. he wasn't even was a ranked he? player. And I'm like, ah, I, like I can see it. Like, you were like, bet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck it, dude. He's playing on a good line with like Couturier yeah. and Konechny, so you know he's gonna get some yeah. points. And him and Konechny look great together. Yeah, they do. They, I mean, Couture, you have your two best two-way forwards in Lindblom and. Couturier on the same line. So, obviously, I mean, there's advantages to that and there's disadvantages to that because like, most of the time you want to split up your t- best two-way guys into different lines to make the lines more fluid. But that line's always going to work, dude. That yeah. that Limbaugh, Konechny, Couturier line with Couturier in the middle is always going to work because you have that speedy winger who can finish with the two best two-way guys on the team. Like You're going to get your chances with that line. I, I hope... I was hoping that that fucking Voracek, Drew, uh, Hayes line would do more than they did. They haven't done really anything. Don't think they've looked bad. They'll get there. And if, I hope if, so. And if they don't get there, AV will break it up. I, I promise you that. Maybe you get. Maybe you drop Voracek down to the three W and put JVR up there. I do not. I I've been saying I do not want Voracek on the first line. I just don't want him on the first line. I don't and think. It, yeah. And it has nothing to do with like. Oh, I don't want him to play that much. It's just I, I want him further down in the lineup, because yeah, there, he goes. He has his quiet stretches, yeah, and I don't Drew, want a guy with a quiet stretch on the first line. Yeah, true. And Drew and him are like good together too. Yeah, they've but, always they've always have been. Yeah, 
it's just frustrating. I don't know. But it, it also says a lot that we've been doing we were two oh and one with our top line not really doing anything. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, it's a really good thing. We dude. went two oh and one while just experimenting and tinkering with lines. It just worked. Yeah. Like, it just worked. It's it's exciting because we went two oh and one and our stars didn't really do anything. Like obviously Connecting's a star. Obviously Limblom's like a, a budding star. But I'm talking about like our franchise guys and like we already said this in the beginning of the podcast, but I'm gonna reiterate it. Our our star players in Drew and Vorchek have one point combined for three games, and we're two zero and one. That's huge, boys. That's huge. Because when Drew starts to pick it up, and, and Vorchek Giroux's starts point, to pick it up, Drew's point was a face-off win. That remember Hayes' goal off the face-off. Yeah. So like Drew's gonna get his. Drew's been playing well. I said that earlier. Yeah, Drew been has well. been playing well. It's only a matter of time before he gets on the board. Yeah, he, he had a shift last night that just took our breath away. You remember that? We, we all were screaming. We all like, like he didn't even score, but we were just be like, holy the fuck, little Drew. things he was doing. It's just that guy. We we always say that guy is just like the day he stops playing hockey is a. It's a sad a day, bro. Really He's the reason day. why. Like I mean, Briere. Was the player that I grew up with, but like Drew is the reason why I stuck with this team for the last six years. Like Drew, all the mediocrity. Drew's yeah, he better never wear another fucking sweater ever. Like I don't want to see, I don't ever want to see him in a different sweater. He's a flyer for life in my eyes. But uh, enough of the Drew. Av said that too. Yeah, he said, "I'm gonna hop off Drew's." <laughs> oh, so let's we're get back on. Drew let's get back on the future now. games. That's what we're at. So yeah, I yeah. think. I don't know who's in net for Calgary. I think it's that. How do you say his name? Riddich? How do you say that? Riddich. Yeah, Riddich? yeah. I, I don't really know. Um, think he, Richie. I don't know. I don't he know. might be in net. Either way, I think it's a it, winnable game. It's, it's a winnable game. Calgary's good though. But yeah, it's going to be a tough game. The key is, like you said, I just think it's the hot start. The first goal. That's what I want. I want. I want yeah. the first goal in that game for sure. First because goal. on the road, when you let up the first goal, it's like you. It's it just sucks. a constant uphill battle for the rest of the game. Just like you saw last base, night. Yep. Last night it was always we were down one uphill battle, uphill battle, uphill battle. Um, Sam just missed that shot. Then against Edmonton, I mean, teams that are like you got to think they're five and zero. Yeah, they're feeling good. They dude. might be due for a loss though. No team goes on a winning streak forever, you know. I, I know, mean, but let's, let's go in there and win that game. But they're feeling good, and they got the best player in the world, so it should be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Both of them games are gonna be good. We'll be covering it for sure, as always. Back to back road games, Western Canada. Then Saturday we go home against the Stars, so we have three games in between the next episode. So we'll get, in, I guess we get a little bit of that home one. They're giving out the beer stein for that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. cool. That's cool. People um, going to that game have fun, be safe. So that's the first of a. That's the opening of our two. I, I can you even say two games as a homestand? I mean, is well, it really because of the the Prague game? Was it? Technically, a home game. No, I mean like we have the game against the Stars coming up, uh, and then we have a home game against the Gold Knights coming up. I mean, I guess it's two games. Did you know our longest homestand this year is three games? That's it? Three games? Are like, you fucking that's serious? It? Yeah, that's, that's beyond. Are you being dead ass? Yeah, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. It's three games. That's I mean, our longest homestand. The Delco just came out of us. Are you being dead ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, are you being serious, Danny? That's, Indeed. What the fuck? Three games is our longest home stretch? I, I think it happens multiple times, so we have multiple stretches of three games, but that's it. But we we never la- have four home games in a row. You said something last night. We uh, when we come home from these two West Coast games, when we finally get done this West Coast trip, we um, we come home and then we we're just local. We're we're, we're going to like Washington, yeah, Boston, like, right? Like here, we're here, traveling like yeah. buses. And well, shit. We have a lot of Metro games cool. coming up after that. So so the but, boys will be home for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm sure we'll have the occasional like going to like Nashville yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. but that's I mean that's normal. Yeah, but Chuck Fletcher for a reason wanted to get this 
Western Canada trip out of the way. And the fact is, dude, they are 2-0-1, like, halfway through this thing. Yeah. And if they can – let's let's say they get a win in Calgary. Let's say maybe either they lose the game in Edmonton, get a point. Maybe even they win that. Oh, my God. We get through that hard trip. Could you imagine if they scot win Scot-free. If, dude, if they, <laughs> if they won both and brought it back home, that's like – what a start. Then that trip's out the way. Think, Everybody's on board, bro, if they win these next two games. For sure. I Dude, that home game, I think, definitely got fans' attention. No, for sure, dude. If if they won the Prague game and then came home and lost and then went out to the West Coast. And, and won. And won. The casual fan wouldn't have noticed that. No. Yeah, they wouldn't have. It was so just that, it, that shutout at home. I said it. It's, it. It was good timing by the boys. Yeah, I said it in a tweet. I said statement game. For I sure. really think that was. That was a statement to say, like, everyone was hyping up the Devils, yeah. and we just kicked their effing teeth in. Dude, Caught- even Devils fans. Like, I went to the – I told you this a couple of days ago. I went to the, the Devils Twitter just to see what the, their, their fans were saying. So I, I think it's funny when fans freak out. I, mean, I always do the same I thing. I do the same shit I, I, lose. Whenever, like, a team will lose a game, I always will go, like – Always. Like, it's supposed, like, even if, like, the Nationals lose yeah, a game, yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. at Nationals and listen to them. But uh, I went to the Devils Twitter, and – the Devils, are they try to tweet out something like funny or or like cute? Mm. Not, you know what I mean? Like not an actual hockey tweet, but yeah. And this page, it was like a Devils page. Like the dude was a Devils fan to the core, like us with the Flyers. And he was like, "Please shut the fuck up, Philly manhandled you." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, they did. We did." And that was a good game, dude. It was really good for Hayes to get I, his I first. I was in a dream home. watching that game, dude. It was just like a good game all just- the way through. It was a full sixty minutes of hockey, and we didn't let up like any late goals. I was, I was like, I want heart. Like six minutes left in the third, I was like, all right, now I want the, now I want the shutout. I, like, I didn't give it the shutout before, but now I want the shutout. And Hart had a lot of, and obviously the save on Hall was great, but outside of that, he had a lot of like also really good saves. No, like it, it wasn't, this wasn't a shutout where the defense just locked the door him, completely. Yeah. Like Carter Hart definitely earned this shutout, and it was so nice for him to get. A shutout in his first home game, as his his first year as the number one to get the, get that out of the way. Save, like, yeah, get that out the perfect, way, dude. It was beautiful. Uh, the one thing that you know why this this season is different, Danny. Why, why this all all this is different? Because after that game against the Devils, my dad was like, "I really enjoyed that hockey game." He was like, "It's the first time I've sat down, watched the entire Flyers game, and say that I enjoyed watching." It's it. a fun product. It's a fun brand. They want to be coached. And they want to win. <laughs> <laughs> this team's on the right track. I mean, guys, guys, if you if you listen to NHL Network at all, like you watch NHL Network, how many times do we have to see this same commercial? They, they We're the be biggest coach, Flyers fans around, and I'm fucking win. tired of it. Dude, I am. I <laughs> I'm tired of seeing Terensky's mitt lifting weights, and then Drew's. I mean, not Drew. Uh, fucking Goss the spare dog. Yes. dog. I'm, I'm tired of it, bro. <laughs> they want to be close. They want to win. That fucking series can like get yeah, go. Yeah, it can get going. And I don't get the one thing I don't get about that series <laughs> is the fact that it can get going. Like, how come, dude? There's like, so we only have 30 minutes an episode, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to watch? I want to watch <laughs> Drew Hayes, but they give me six minutes of like Stewart and Gabriel. You know what I mean? Yeah, they give me um, th- I mean the Terensky, his parents. That was dope. Uh, that yeah, was I like cool. that one. Yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, I know. They, but like they they show Chris Stewart in the locker room. He literally Chris they literally walked through the skate zone. Dude, and it was like a five minute interview clip. I'm like, dude, this show is 
could, could, he doesn't you have, even have a contract. I know. <laughs> you have to think like commercials too. There's commercials in it too, so it's really a 22 minute show, <laughs> and six of it was Chris Stewart. Dude, the one episode had like Gabriel and all them dudes on there, and Gabriel was already sent down. You know, he was. It was like no one wants to be a flyer better than Gabriel, and at the time that was being yeah, brought. He was like, already playing we, games yeah, for the Phantoms. He's already yeah. down there. So they're like Gabriel trying to earn a spot on this team, and I'm like, I got an alert on my phone yesterday that he's a fucking Phantom. Why am I still watching him trying to earn? Like it's. It, yeah, I don't think the timing was was very good. We had like one minute of Farabee and Frost, and like eight of the collective Andrioff. Get the thirteenth forward battle. They, that was so much emphasis on this. And how many times do you have to see the same shot? I saw a tweet of this. The same shot of like AV going, go 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 go. It's like ball, half the ball, show is like Boston. them just doing like bag <laughs> skates around the net and shit like that. Bro, you know what? Uh, you know what? Like, part of that. I think it was the latest one. No, or like that. That was the second episode or the third episode when it was Chuck and AV in like the meeting room. And, like, it kind of seemed like Chuck was talking to himself. He was sitting, he was like, yeah, he was, I really think that Frost is, um, needs time down there. He's a big part of our future. Like, the way he taught it seemed like a robot, bro. I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, he's going to be part of our future. And he was like, uh, the. You could tell how they talk in there. They know the can Like, they're talking like the cameras are on them. Yeah. For sure. Like, Chuck seemed like he was nervous. He seemed like he's in a press conference. Yeah. He seems like he's literally delivering public statements. It didn't seem like he, like, was talking yeah, from. Like, in a war room. But, um. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I mean, maybe that's in, what in we if, trust. If, if you had a fucking camera sitting here. I mean, if a camera was sitting here at us, we'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, you're not going to give up, like, your organizational... Organizational... But it was cool to see word, them both. Agenda. It, it's really cool to see both of them share the same excitement for Frost that we have. Like, it's not just a fucking fan base brainwashed by Frost. Maybe... Oh, yeah. Like, they know. Like, yeah. maybe, like... Like, my fear... Like, my nightmare was... That we love Frost. Like, I wrote a fucking article about how I thought Frost is going to be a super... Like, how I think Frost is going to be a superstar. My, like, nightmare is... Was this show... And then, like, getting an in-depth look at them not thinking that Frost was as good as I thought he was. But the fact that they're like, no. Like, Chuck's like, no, this dude's, like, going to be here for his like, entire... Like, he was like, he's going to be here for a really long time. He needs to... Like, I love that like shit. Like, they know. Like, yeah. they know. And, and it, it made me feel better. It's good to see a regime that sees what the fan sees and it's more good to see like they're on the same page like you could tell him and chuck and av they're on the same page like they're they're both like they're talking it out they want and another thing that i really like about not just chuck and the management the coaches like the three-headed monsters that we have behind the bench yeah yeah the one thing i love about it like they're always talking to the boys like every time the the camera pans over to the bench I i i see i see um Michael Tarion leaning over in somebody's ear. I see Mike Yo talking to the defenseman. Like, I, like, like, you didn't see that with fucking Knobloch and all those bombs, bro. Like, you didn't see that shit. Like, talk to the players. Let them know what they're doing wrong. Like, it, it, it's it's awesome to see. Like, the, everybody seemed like they're on the same page. Vignol really seemed like he know he knew what he got with those two dudes, the two coaches that he yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, he definitely like he really knew what he was, what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. while while all of us. And we we actually didn't freak out. We liked those hires, but while I, everyone was freaking out, I didn't out, like it. I didn't freak the fuck out. I was just like, let me just see how yeah, this plays out. It's one out. of those things where it's like, they're, they're AV's guys. Like, it's something it, that we've AV never done. Picks it like it's, yeah, yeah. It's something we've never done. We've never like, brought three head coaches in here experience, from the outside. Yeah. From the outside, 
We don't with do that. success, too. We don't do that, bro. We Dude's hire from within. Success. I'm surprised Bobby Clark wasn't the fucking coach. Like, yeah, like that's why I was like, let me just sit here, wait, and let me see what it turns into. And we're 2-0-1, heading to fucking Calgary, ready to whoop their ass. With a good and looking then go to Edmonton kill. and fuck them up, bro. Like, we're going to come home with two more dubs. Like, let's go, bro. I like what Mike Yo has done to that penalty kill. They are aggressive. Dude, they're awesome. Yeah, they like, look The penalty really kill good. is awesome. And how, do, how, how is Lappy in that room? I let him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like how how does he have a job. I they, they they like him for some reason. But he was the PK coach last year. The past four years, he was the PK coach, right? And they've been fucking terrible, right? Mm-hmm. He's still in their room. The PK is really good now with a different coach. Like the coach is probably looking over and I'm like, yeah, bro, that's all it took. Like you just needed to do that. Yeah, and they're and they're fine. Like yeah, tell it's, tell him to skate up and take the damn puck. He's like, like yeah, I. I know that you were a really good penalty kill because you ate pucks to the face. Like, thank you for doing that for the Flyers organization. But, like, the way he coached the PK was terrible. And maybe he's learning on the fly as a coach. Maybe he's – maybe it's one of those things where, like, hey, this guy's got really good coaching potential. Let's not make him the PK coach anymore but keep him in, keep him in the organization. And maybe he's learning right now. Maybe he's – okay, maybe that's what I should have done. He's like, he's like a scout right now, isn't he? I don't he, know what something? the fuck yeah. he is, dude. But, um – He's not the PK coach anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all, that's all I that matters. So, and uh, the PK is actually pretty decent now. So, so I'm 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 gonna wrap it all up with this. Uh, so we are two zero and one. Two more road games, and then we finish up that Western Canada trip, and we bring it back home. And then from there, I mean, the team has looked great so far. Let's keep this going forward. We're we're really excited in Flyerland. You could tell after that home opener even the neg- the normal negative people you see on twitter you could tell they were excited yeah. too you could it's, definitely yeah. tell it's, it's always th- a this good is what we've been preaching though like yeah. you didn't make the big splash in the off season so you gotta go out and win games and on three games in they've done just that you know let's see how they do people through six. were saying that new jersey was gonna play a better a more fun style of hockey than us fuck you <laughs> think again <laughs> yeah new, new jersey new jersey don't get me yeah. wrong they're gonna be good like I think it's one of those things that like they're young and they're gonna they need a little bit of time. Like Jack Hughes is gonna be good. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But it's fuck New Jersey because we just for nothing, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Go Flyers. Is, is that all? I'm done. All right. Yeah. Follow us: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Leave us a review at the Liberty Yo. Please do so. I am at Tly Danny. This is. I'm um, at Chris Thompson. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you're all good. But yeah, we are two zero and one through three. Next time we talk to you, let's see how we do through six. Go Flyers, baby! Go Flyers.